This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. Uh, they debunk the myth that there's the uh, there's the one note you can play that'll make people poop their pants and stuff like that. Duh. <laughs> Thanks for making that official announcement, Shane. How many scientists go swashbuckling? They're not experienced in this. Okay? How much swashbuckling I, I you am done? technically a pirate in China, so... Well, what else are you to do if you're in a coffin six feet under? Ninja punch my way out. <laughs> Just ride my fist, baby. That sounded gross. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. So my dad wasn't exactly what you'd call good with money. He was the kind of guy who'd get off work on a Friday, blow half his paycheck between the time he got off and met up with my mom and hand her what he had left and say, here you go, figure it out, Darlene. And she'd have to figure out how she was going to pay the bills. I mean, more than one time I'd sit down with my mom as a preteen and she'd have to figure out how we're going to keep the lights on and be able to have enough money to eat that week. Now, it didn't hurt that she worked at a Burger King as a manager, and when the grocery budget couldn't cut it, we got the BK supplements. But the point was, Dad was always doing something crazy when it came to money. More than once, he'd tell my mom, we gotta go get these rims for the truck or the sale's gonna run out, and then the price is gonna go up. You don't wanna pay more later, do you? Or, I need to go ahead and get that rifle from that guy, or he's gonna sell it to somebody else, Darlene. Come on, let's go. Everything was always an emergency for Dad. It was always so urgent, it had to be done right that minute. Well, along with buying rifles and rims, my dad also had another pastime that he loved, and that was fish. We had this little 10-gallon tank in, in our living room, and my dad was in love with it. He had it on display, and it was overloaded with fish, like more than one and a half times the amount of fish you should have had in this tank. We had all different types in there. At one point, we had a snail and a frog, and every time one of the fish in the tank would die, my dad would treat it like we had to immediately replace it. We got this fish tank as a gift, and it was just a 10-gallon tank, like a simple 10-gallon tank. And Dad went to the fish store to get a pump and the rocks and the fish food and looked at all the fish, and he was hooked. And we'd lose a fish every two weeks or so, and every time they would die, Dad would be like, we got to go to the store to get another one. Even though they were unhealthy as shit and were consistently dying, we had to go get another fish. Now, during this whole time, my mom just kind of tolerates Dad's crazy fish obsession because it wasn't really that big of an expense. And in her mind, I'm thinking, if he was spending 20 bucks on a fish, he's not spending two or $300 on a new rifle or rims for his truck. Well, one day, my dad shows up all giddy at the beginning of May. I got a surprise for you guys. And when my dad says I got a surprise for you at the beginning of May, there's always something that kind of tickles the back of my brain. See, my brother's birthday is at the very end of April, and mine's in the middle of May, so we would often get the super awesome combined birthday gift. Now, there's nothing cooler than having a brother who's six years younger than you and having to do combined birthdays, because there's always the problem of toys and stuff that you get being too young for me or too old for him, and anybody who had a birthday near their sibling and were poor knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like, your parents were saving hundreds of dollars on the fact that they only needed one cake instead of two, and one two-liter of Coke instead of two, and one trip to McDonald's instead of two. And suspiciously, the birthdays that were combined, you seem to always get about half the presents. But I digress. 
My dad says he's got a surprise for us, and he tells me to move the table out of the dining room so he can get something set up. And he walks in and sets down this metal stand, and me and my mom and my little brother are thoroughly confused, like, you got us a metal stand. Good work, just what we always wanted. But then he says, Shane, you need to follow me to the car. He wants to make sure he doesn't drop the next part of this year's combined birthday gift. Now, at this point, I don't know it's a combined birthday gift, but I'm 15 years old at this point, so I'm starting to put two and two together when he says, I got a surprise. And as we get out to my mom's Mustang and I open the back of the car, I see a box for a 45-gallon fish tank spread across her trunk. And there's gravel and there's a pump and there's all the stuff you're going to need to set up a fish tank. Now, before we go any further, I want to say that I did love the fish, and for years I had fish tanks after this. But at 15 years old, a fish tank as a birthday gift is like getting socks for Christmas. You can appreciate the gift, but it's not at all what you wanted. In fact, it's so far left of what you wanted, right now you are super pissed. You want something like stylish clothes or a new CD player or just about anything except a fucking fish tank. So I'm trying to get my excitement level to match my dad's, but I'm pretty much stewing over this whole thing as it's going on. But I'm helping him to load the impossibly large box out of the car into the house. And as we turn the corner in our apartment, dad says, look what I did. Right to my mom and to Steven. Now, at 15, you don't really appreciate anything except how much you don't like anything your parents do. But at nine years old, my brother was stoked. See, my dad had talked over and over again every time we went to the fish store about how one day I'm going to get a big tank and I'm going to sit in the dining room right there on that wall right there as you walk out of the dining room. You know what I'm talking about, Darlene? And my mom would always roll her eyes and say, Dennis, we got other stuff we need to spend money on. Like a parent reminding her child that the money grandma gave him was for new clothes and not toys or candy. But my dad would always pop back with, I know, but if I make a good money for a week or something like that, if I get a good check, I'm going to go ahead and get it. I'm going to get it for these boys. And my mom would roll her eyes. And because I usually sided with my mom on spending money that was foolish like that because she had ingrained in me how terrible it was, I would roll my eyes too. But this time, dad didn't ask. He just did it. And my mom's standing there trying to put on a brave face about the whole thing. But you can see her doing mental calculations going, Dennis, how much did all this cost us? Don't worry about it, baby. This is the boys' combined birthday gift this year, so we don't have to worry about spending anything else. Happy birthday, Shane and Steven. And with all the tact of a sledgehammer, my dad starts pulling the pump out of the box, pouring rocks in the bottom of the tank, and grabbing the garden hose to connect it to the sink and pour water in it. While my mom's watching this and processing the fact that, without any discussion, dad had gone off and spent a substantial amount of money on a fish tank. Mom didn't get to help plan any sort of birthday surprise or wrap up any of the fish tank stuff to help us unwrap it or anything like that. Dad just up and shows up with a gift that was partially thoughtful and kind of a little bit selfish. And she puts on a brave face for me and Steven that night as I'm helping to set up the fish tank and I'm resenting the fish tank and Steven's loving the fish tank. But years later, we were talking about it and she looks at me and says, you know, he just really bought that darn fish tank for himself, don't you, Shane? And as we're laughing and smiling about it, I said, oh yeah, 15-year-old Shane definitely knew that. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when everybody in the world was kind of into swing music for about a year or two. And nobody was ever the same after that. Or as we like to call it, now that I'm older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com. We're also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support Now That I'm Older, you can go to Patreon.com slash Now That I'm Older. And if you give to us like our badass patrons, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. 
and the Pottern family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Pottern Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Commission Podcast, the Voice from the Underground Podcast, and the Ghouls Gone Wild Podcast. And this week on episode 191, we asked Kenny some questions, like if the five-second rule really applies, or if you really sink in quicksand if you fall into it. And the most important question of all of these is, is ASMR the most creepy fucking thing in all of YouTube? So check it out. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. I have gathered here before me the world's deadliest assassins. It does. <laughs> the content's always so much better because you don't like me. <laughs> okay, Kenny, I want you to tell me your opinion on some of the things I'm about to ask you, okay? okay. I just want you to give me an opinion about what you think. Do you think the five-second rule has any bearing whatsoever on how many germs something picks up when you drop it on the ground? I think it has more of a... Uh, deliciousness quotient the time quotient and that if it's tasty enough you'll risk stomach cancer what <laughs> no that's, no that's absolutely not dude that's my scientific oh bullshit I, we eat stuff that we know we damn well know is bad for us that might give us ass cancer we keep eating it well sometimes but at the same time i'm not if, if fried I, food is a great example we know fried food is killing us and well that's why I, still I, every restaurant in america has fried mozzarella sticks they do <laughs> and fried cheese bites and stuff like that oh, which are, are fried just, chicken is very popular and it's delicious but if you drop a piece on the floor do you think it has any bearing how long it sits there before it starts to pick up germs well i mean yes but i don't think five seconds is is a, is that literally a ratio? I think if you leave it there a week, it's going to have a lot more. Well, yeah, if you leave it there a week. But I mean, once it hits the floor, it's hitting the floor, and it's depends on the floor too. Like furry floors are, are there's no there's no no. As tolerance. soon as something drops, like if, if you drop it on shag carpet, I'm not eating shag carpet on my chicken nuggets. No. So that's a bad chicken nugget. It's gone. But if it's a tile floor. I mean, you know, will will you pull the piece off that touched the floor and then eat the rest? It depends of it? on what it is. If it's like something really good, I might. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some, I'm trying to think of some examples like like cheesecake. You just pull that piece off and go. Yeah, I definitely cut the piece off and <laughs> just keep going. It like, might even stay on the floor if it's a soft enough cheesecake. <laughs> Like or steak. I mean, like I'm just gonna eat the steak. I'm not gonna cut off a piece. <laughs> so are you gonna like try to scrape any portions of it off with your fork or anything? I mean, I like might wipe it with my napkin, but I'm not gonna get it wet and reduce the flavor or anything. <laughs> Run some water on some steak. Ew, no. So basically, the uh, they had the guys uh, tested. They had guys test whether or not um, food grabs more germs the longer it stays on the ground, and it definitely does. But literally, as soon as your food touches the ground. It has germs on it. Like the five second rule has absolutely no bearing whatsoever. As soon as you it. touch it with your fingers, it has germs on it. Well, yeah, but those are my germs. Okay. I, my like, germs. <laughs> that's your factory germs of the same goddamn plethora that's everywhere else. That are magically immune to them because they grow on you. That's how staph infections work. <laughs> it's staph from your skin that gets into a cut. Your bacteria does not like you because it's yours. My bacteria is perfect. Okay. okay. It might be, but it doesn't I have the like best you. bacteria. Okay. It, but it doesn't like you. My bacteria loves me. It wants to kill you. No, my bacteria loves me. No, sir. it wants to. Yeah. It loves you the same way that like Hannibal Lecter 
<laughs> love that like all those people he ate. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's how my bacteria feels about me. Now, me I and think my they bacteria would love to have your liver with I, some fava beans. I don't think so. I think they love and me, some sir. nice Conti. D- Chianti, I think, is the word you're looking hey, for. Chianti, Chianti, you're looking for goddamn East Cobb snob. <laughs> Do you think that if a if a pirate were to use a knife on the sail as they're jumping down to the ground, if that would yes, happen, that might work. You think so? If he balanced it right, he'd have to keep the point lower than the cut, and that's probably not realistic. Because as you start to come down, that force is going to want to pull the knife up, and once the tilt or the incline is high. You're just going to slide out of the sail. After the tests were run on it, they found out that uh, the knife, you would never be able to get the perfect balance between dullness and sharpness to make sure that your fall was slow. Like, if you get a really sharp knife, you're just see, fucking falling. See, they're not thinking it's through. You could control that by the angle. These are scientists but I'm who saying, fucking tested it. How many scientists go swashbuckling? They're not experienced in this. Okay? How much swashbuckling I, have I you done? I am technically a pirate in China, so don't forget <laughs> this. We have, uh, we have it on recording. So what I'm saying is it's damn near impossible to keep the incline right of the handle. You'd nearly have to be at a 45-degree downward angle. So the tip of the knife would have to be a good three or four inches. But if the knife is sharp enough, it's just going to cut through the sail like butter, though. You're not going to be able to have the, the perfect The cut still balance. has to slide based on the incline. You're God, physics. <laughs> <laughs> help me first off kenny i want to see you you try to slide down a sail with a i knife. don't i'm definitely too heavy it was, was definitely the incline would definitely it's just you're not it's you're not gonna a yank the knife out actually. you can take a sharp knife and hold it in a way that it doesn't cut as fast you just put sideways pressure on it you fucking non-knife using bastards i'm just saying it's not impossible it's not possible to it's slow it's down not possible have- it's very it's not impossible it's highly improbable I just think you're being obstinate right now. Especially okay? if you had a cutlass with more leverage you could get on it. You might Where are you getting a cutlass in this you're situation? You're a fucking pirate. That's what they use. It's like, where are you going to find a peg leg, asshole? You're a fucking pirate. You're not going to have a parrot. If you don't have one, your neighbor pirate's probably going to have one you can take. And you're a pirate, so it's not like stealing is a problem. Neighbor pirates. God. It's a, what are you what rookiness in here? Uh, yeah, you're Steve, can I borrow your cutlass? I'm um, just gonna steal it. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> borrow it. We're pirates. Okay, I, if I get it back before he notices, bonus. So let me ask you a question. Every time you've seen those westerns where there's a gunslinger and he's yeah. able to shoot the hat off someone's head with a pistol, yeah, do you believe that's possible? No, the velocity of the bullet will pass right through the hat without knocking it off the head. So after they did tests on this, they found out that you're absolutely correct. There's no way, like the bullet would just pass right on through the hat. I mean, it's yeah, fabric. It's, fa- it's physics. They yeah. said, now, if you put a shotgun up and start shooting well, that. Well, that's a wide, yes, that's different physics. And you have a wider fucking impact zone. But God. Then, but then you'd probably just blow the person's head off. Well, yeah. Which is probably the idea anyway. No, dude, you're trying to prove how much of a badass no, you are. I'm trying to kill niggas. You're not trying to kill anybody. You're trying to prove how much of a badass no. you are, so you don't have well, to Well, if you anybody. kill a bunch of people, you know you're a badass. Look, I, first off, nobody's going to think you're a badass in any way whatsoever. If I shot your hat off, you would. You're not going to shoot my hat off, You don't first know. Off. Yes, I do. First off, I'm not wearing a hat, okay? Well, you might want to put one on. <laughs> are you just going to shoot me in the head if I don't? You don't know, partner. Um, do you remember the scene in Jaws where the uh, the shark has the scuba diver in his mouth? Yeah. And he has to shoot the uh, scuba tank and yeah, it causes Jaws to blow it up? It wouldn't blow up. Yeah. 
when they did test on this, they found out if you just shoot a, if you shoot a scuba tank, it's, it's just going to shoot around the room it's like a fucking should blow air out of it. It's just like a balloon, basically, for the next fucking ten minutes, like now, destroying everything in its if path. If you could hold it still after the initial shot and shoot another shot within a few inches of the first shot. Yeah, now that there's a flow of oxygen, you might be able to spark a fire, but then it would still probably just be like a flame. It probably wouldn't blow up because now the fucking integrity of the cylinder has been ruined. So there's no blockage of force to cause an explosive reaction. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. I really, really feel like we needed all that. Yeah, I yeah. think like going all the way I down the scientific path. I just like to remind path. the people that I'm smarter than you. No, no, you're just boring. That's really what it comes down to when it comes to explaining shit about I understand science. physics. That's Shut all. your mouth, dude. Do you remember the scene in Kill Bill? Knife is too sharp. Where are you going to get a cutness? Um, <laughs> do you believe the scene in Kill Bill when Beatrix Kiddo was inside the coffin and she suddenly starts punching her way out? No. Because the, when the I saw that. The fill in around any force she could put. That's retarded. Every time I see that scene, I'm like, that's a really great scene in like an anime kind of world or in like a, an old school. like. Um, I thought it was a stupid scene <laughs> because it took me out of the movie. It was like. Okay, now she's her fist is flying through the dirt, so now she's one of the worms from fucking Tremors. <laughs> the, fuck? the fuck does this work? No, I mean, dude, it was it was the Tremors. Was, you see how much fucking those monsters had to be designed to travel through dirt. They had to have like a arrowhead shaped head. They had to be super dense. She's just a karate girl. You don't understand, dude. She's a samurai, basically, in the movie. Samurais, I've never seen once heard a tale of a samurai punching his way up out of the earth after being beat up. <laughs> I don't know. Those are all pregnant. I don't know. What the hell's going on here? There's a, t- a lot of stories about samurai you haven't heard. Okay. And most a lot of them, them involve them cutting themselves because they're embarrassed by something relatively minor. <laughs> a lot of them punch their way out of, of uh, coffins, no. dude. A lot of them, that's how they live forever. I don't think so. I think they all, but no, you're in the, uh, in the story. It says there's absolutely no way to punch your way out of a coffin. First off, like you said, all the dirt's going to fill in and you're just going to die anyway. Okay. If you, if you find a way to get the thing open, chances are the dirt's just going to fill in. And you're going to suffocate either way. So stop being stupid. Just lay there and die. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, what else you to do if you're in a coffin six feet under? Ninja punch my way out. <laughs> Just ride my fist, baby. That sounded gross. <laughs> wow, that's an intro right there all by itself. I don't understand fisting. It does nothing for the penis. Um, I don't want to talk about it, quite honestly. I don't I don't feel Maybe as though Maybe I'm just selfish. I don't know. I don't feel like we need to go down the fisting um You don't know. I do. I actually clearly don't because I have questions. What's what questions do you have? Like what What's the point? <laughs> I've never understood it. Anytime I see it when I'm on my travels, oh my um, it's you ruined the whole video. Yeah. As soon as it happens, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. There's no need for that. Okay. You just, you, it's kind of like the Beatrix kiddo thing with the taking you out of it. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> then it's you like, get to like the section where there's like robots fucking bitches and you're like, uh, uh I've gone too far down the hole. <laughs> I've gone down too far down the triple X hole. What kind of porn are you watching? Dude? Yeah, I didn't know that you've seen at least a fucking, uh, what are they called? What's the little, little boxes samples called? Uh, little previews. Yeah. But there's a name for that. Previews. It's not just previews, asshole. It's like, it's a web term. We're pausing because Shane's on his phone, just in case you listeners are wondering. Or while Shane, you're editing this out, you know you're an asshole. 
Just, just you know, having that note there for you. Shut up, Kenny. <laughs> okay, just shut up. Just, just a little note. You're an asshole, dude. That's what all. What were we talking about from. before your phone interrupted us? What happened? Um, I don't remember what we were talking about, quite honestly. Thanks. We're talking about punching our way out of a coffin with samurais <laughs> and shit, okay? That's what we're talking about. What's next on the things you can't do? The uh, next thing on things you can't do Or I was is, supposed to answer questions about whatever we decided to do. Do you think it's possible? Do you, do you have any plans or ways that you can make a bullet out of ice? No, the structural integrity of the ice wouldn't hold up through the force. It might work kind of like a shotgun where you get a bunch of ice shrapnel on somebody, but a bullet would not work. Every time anybody in the movies and stuff like that, they're like, he, he shot you could use frozen hamburger meat, though. <laughs> we did see a CSI or some shit like that. But the the thought process of a, of an ice bullet. Every time I've seen any of those CSI type shows, you could make one, maybe an ice bullet out of like frozen mercury, um, but you couldn't do it out of frozen water. No, if you do it out of frozen water, first off, the fire when it explodes to fucking shoot it out is technically a bullet is frozen lead. I mean, technically, technically. Yeah, lead being a solid means it's technically frozen. Okay. Just because it's frozen at room temperature doesn't mean it's not frozen. Wow, dude. How does it feel to be such a nerd? Steel. I mean, all this this microphone stand, frozen. It's not frozen. It's in a solid state of matter, correct? Yeah, but it's not So frozen. what's water when it's in a solid, solid state of matter? It's not cold, though. That's the only <laughs> way it's frozen. It's so. cold on its scale. Have you watched... Um, any of those old school shows where frozen, where they'll be, where they'll be um, walking around under the water, where they take a rowboat and turn it upside down and basically use it like a, a submarine and shit, where there's like air traffic. If you were strong it. enough, which you are not, to hold that tip down there, it would work. But like I said, there's no way human beings would be strong enough to hold that amount of water or air pocket under the water. It would just pull them right up. Oh, I've done it a few times. Honestly. <laughs> totally. That time we were raiding the English. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, there was that one time that we actually decided that we were going to um, raid the next town over, but yeah, we had yeah. to get Again, the water. you would never be able to hold the upside down boat under the water. It would shoot to the surface with you. Right. Or I, it would just flip over and leave you drowning under there with a flipped over boat that you were like, oh, man. <laughs> well, I remember. All that air is just going straight up without us. I remember asking you to help me, but you couldn't because you were so weak. But so I had to do it all by myself. No, but I told you remember you no. the one time? <laughs> no, this is a bad idea. I don't want anything to do with it. That's what I told you. Remember the one time we had to actually invade the next town over, and we had to use the fucking uh, California, Georgia is a peaceful place. I would never invade anyone. <sighs> I think you totally would invade somebody. America. Okay, so I'm actually pretty sure that if anything in the world needed to be invaded and Kenny had any sort of opportunity to participate, he'd be there with bells on. Next up, we're going to run to a quick promo break, but when we get back, we get into some more questions for Kenny, and we even delve into the super creepy world of ASMR. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. This week on the Netflix and Swill podcast... It's 11 11. Make a wish. Uh, I wish I was dead. I wish I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> you have the lid to my pot. Oh, man. Blooper <laughs> 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 episode. <laughs> so, check out our show on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Well, I'm big it's all about money, boys! 
Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. I just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. Point, don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. Have you ever been reading through a sack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what this Arkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage because you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode takes a look at video games based on the comic properties and how well they stick to the source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how these games work, or know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com, the Brain Trust Network, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. How about if I'm Mr. Purple? I mean, that sounds good to me. I'll, I'll be Mr. Purple. Yeah, not Mr. Purple. Some guy has some other job as Mr. Purple. You're Mr. Pink. Okay, do you believe that you could drop a penny off of the Empire State Building and kill someone? No. I think that is stupidest thing. When I was a kid, my guy. It doesn't have enough weight to defeat the uh, deflection of the air air resistance. When I was a little kid, people used to tell me shit like this. And I remember hanging out with my family. If you had a marble, you might be able to. You think so? It's aerodynamic. It's round. The whole so it's going to pick up speed. Yeah. The whole reason the penny can is because it's wide, its width, and its shape is not aerodynamic. So the, and it doesn't weigh much. A marble weighs a lot more than a penny. Yeah, but it's also got the density and shit like that. Plus, it's going to be picking up speed because of the. I mean, maybe, but I still yeah, don't think you'd fucking. I don't know if it'd murder someone. Like it'd go all the way through them or any shit like that. Yeah, it's shaped like a musket. Pennies are not shaped like a musket. Um, there is no brown note, by the way. That's one of the other things. I just wanted to let you know. What? Uh, they it's debunk the myth that there's the uh, there's the one note you can play that'll make people poop their pants and stuff like that. Duh. <laughs> Thanks for making that official announcement, Shane. What about? Did, uh, were you really a believer in this magical poop note? Here's one that'll really fuck you up. Do you not think there's only like eight tones? Did you not think that it like all those tones repeat in every music thing you hear and you don't have to poop constantly? <laughs> This wasn't common sense to you. There's a note. <laughs> There's okay. not a note. There's not a magic note. Maybe for some shit. people it makes them poop their pants. Oh, okay, Jesus you don't know. H Christ. You don't know if they have to poop their pants. Lord, sir. please forgive him. He doesn't know he's an idiot. Dude, I'm not an idiot, okay? It's just the truth is... If you think there's a brown note, no. <laughs> then, then talk to me about it like I knew what it was. I was like, what's a brown note? <laughs> <laughs> it's no different than uh, when I was watching the movie Orgasmo and they came up with a, a ray that could shoot people and make them now have those, an orgasm. Those chicks that whisper on YouTube, they might be able to make somebody poop. <laughs> the ARMS. ASMR is still one of the creepiest portions of the internet I've ever been a part of. So today, just looking I'm at going it. I'm to whisper for you. For the next 45 minutes. Poop. <laughs> you, want poop. To, you want to poop your pants, don't you? No, I don't actually. No. Yes, you do. What are you doing, Kenny? 
What the fuck is happening here? Poop Stop, dude. We're getting we're getting back <laughs> on track here. Poop and make people relax. Here's poop. a question for you: Do you believe, as I did when I was a child, that people could sink in quicksand? No. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I don't think quicksand exists in the way it does in cartoons. I think it's more like water with sand, <laughs> and you're still buoyant. As a matter of fact, if you add sand to the water, you should be even more buoyant <laughs> than if it was just plain water. So you don't believe that I you I think could... you should just lean back and relax and you'll be fine. So you're saying it's kind of like being on vacation. Unless like... there's like some kind of tentacle monster pulling you under. You... No, I'm not saying it's on vacation. I'm saying if you panic like an idiot. You just lean back <laughs> and relax and just be like, oh, yeah. this is so I'm just going to float here until somebody pulls me out of this quicksand and then I'll be fine. It's well, like a mud bath. It's that's what pay for the shit in Vegas. That's kind of what they said is a uh, quicksand is actually denser than water. So like I'm, I'm, chill. Betting a, I'm betting a thousand on this little survey thing. You got. You already here. got one wrong. You the five not. second rule thing. You were like, yeah, it's fat. I'm picking up and eat it. It's <laughs> I, said, yeah, I didn't say it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, it's just fat. I don't care. <laughs> no, I totally agreed with the fact that it was totally getting shit on there. I'm going to eat it anyway. Do you believe that yodeling could cause an avalanche? Now there's two answers to this for me. Go ahead with yours though. Yes, any loud noise, loud enough, could cause an avalanche if in the right place. Um, actually, when they did the test. Is it more likely than any other loud noise? No. Um, apparently, no amount of yodeling at all could spark an avalanche, according to the tests that were done. I disagree. Um, so you're wrong on nope. this one, because the scientists. Any noise, how do they know? The scientists have done the test, sir. I don't care what the t- scientists did. Maybe they didn't have a loud enough yodeler. Here's the two answers for me. Number one, normal yodelers, no. They they can't cause a fucking avalanche. Number two, if I were to spend like the next two or three years working at becoming a yodeler, I believe I could cause an avalanche. <laughs> I, I believe you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't believe you're an avalanche man or whatever. I think that it, if the snow is precarious enough, because sometimes they say something as loud as somebody starting a snowblower or a snowmobile. Uh, is enough noise. If that's enough noise, if somebody could hit the notes, if they had maybe an amplifier, why would it not cause an avalanche? I don't care what these scientists t- did. Their test is wrong. I don't believe that you can just make up the new rules and shit like that. I like, think if you don't well, think of all the rules, I think when, a you make, when you make the test, you should account for all these new rules. I think you or should it's an incomplete me. test with incomplete data. I think you're incomplete. I want to know who these scientists are. I want to put them up on review. You don't get to Give review me their the names. Scientists, Give me their names. <laughs> sir, you're not a scientist. I'm calling the board of avalanche scientists and cartoon characters. It's today. called it's called BOA's <laughs> Board of Avalanche Scientists. <laughs> and cartoons. <laughs> okay, here's another one for you. Here's a real quick question. Remember the awesome scene in um Oh God, Pr- Saving Private Ryan when the sniper shoots the other sniper through his scope and shit, like goes into his eye. Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, that's the most badass way to kill somebody I've ever seen. Yeah. Do you believe it's possible to shoot someone through their scope? Sure. It is, but the bullet would never make it to their eye because there's say. so many different places in the scope. There's so many different layers. I mean, of- it could. It's very improbable. Well, it's, first off, you're shooting from a probably huge still going to hit him in the head. So, but the problem is with so many different layers of glass and lenses and shit like that. That's what I'm saying, though. When you go through three different layers like that, it's going to break down depends the velocity the, of the bullet. It depends on the fucking size of the round. If it's a 50 caliber, it'll go right through that glass like it never even existed. 
Um, in none of the tests that they did when they did the uh, sniper bullet through the lens. What ra- what range were they using? I don't know that. I don't what have caliber were they using? Kenny, you misunderstand. Because a twenty-two caliber would definitely not make it through all three, but a fifty caliber would make it through without any variation of. Of, of Listen, okay, you can take it up with the scientist. Okay, these are the- these are oversimplified results. You should have came equipped if you're a challenge of somebody who's a man of science. You need to go to the board of snipers, is what you need. Now I got two boards. I got to talk to. This is getting ridiculous. Science is really needed to picking it up. Here's a question, and before you give your answer, I just want to go ahead and tell you the answer for me is fuck no. This is stupid that it's even on the list. Okay. Do you believe a the shotgun? Prejudice or anything? Do you believe a shotgun could be forced to backfire if you stuffed your fingers into it? No. <laughs> no. This is unless your bugs money. The answer. Next is no. question. <laughs> That's basically how I felt with this. It's like your fingers are just going to get turned into fucking. Uh. Who? The people who are willing to stick their fingers in a shotgun and try to think first of all, have gonna- you ever seen a shotgun? Yes, I've seen a shotgun. Fingers might be a full hole if it's a 12 gauge. So. Well, if you have little girly fingers, obviously it's not. But I mean, I the have... hole's like that fucking big. It's <laughs> it's like a hot dog in a hallway. <laughs> Kitty's doing the fucking like a, a circle with his fingers and like jabbing his finger in it, going, That's how it's going to look every time you put it in the barrel. It's like, You're going to be wobbling around in there. <laughs> Good imagery. Kenny. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Good imagery. <laughs> Do you believe? Like they tried to in a lot of different cartoons when we were kids, that you could build a death ray out of mirrors to kill people with. Oh. Again, another stupid fucking question, okay? <laughs> yes, you can reflect a lot of sunlight. <laughs> You're not even that far. Every time you reflect it, it gets weaker, you jackass. So you could reflect some sunlight. Maybe you could make my house really hot. That would suck. Probably not. <laughs> Unless it was already going to be pretty hot. Like <laughs> if the air conditioning was off and there were mirrors. Maybe if I used the mirrors to like focus the beam right on the power cord of the like of the air conditioner from the outside and burned a short into it like you would kill an ant. Maybe if I did that, <laughs> your house would get really hot. When but, I was when I was a kid, the thought process of killing ants with like a light beam and shit like that was like um, there is a plan to, to move meteorites with a laser though. There's what now? There are plans. If there's ever a meteorite flying toward the Earth, and they need to divert it, of using a laser to do so. I love how, when we were kids, the idea of asteroids. So you're not even going to ask how the laser does it? Hold on. The idea of the video game asteroids was kind of ridiculous. You know, oh my God, asteroids are flying towards us. We have to shoot them with lasers. And scientists looked at that technology that in the video game that and looked said. That more like a, like, a, like a projectile weapon, to be honest, because like the little pellet. Flew across the screen. And let's be honest. Nobody has any idea what the fucking it was, weapon was. I don't was. think it was a laser. I think it was a laser beam. Okay? I think it was a I pellet. Every time you shot it, it went pew, pew, pew. <laughs> it was pew. probably like a gauze rifle. It went pew, pew, pew every single time. Right. Lasers don't go pew, pew, pew. Guns go pew, pew, pew. No. Lasers, lasers go So how does this high-tech laser system that we have, the, the, the asteroid laser tag. It doesn't like work like that. It doesn't work like asteroid, first of all. Well, there's asteroids hurtling towards Earth, right. and we have to it's shoot one. it with a it's laser. It's a big one. We have to shoot it's it with like, a laser. Like, How like is Armageddon. it not like asteroids? It's like the movie Armageddon. It's just one. First of all, it'd be a very boring video game. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> you either get it or you don't. It's like when the mothership shows up. You try to get that son of a bitch on asteroids. Oh, yeah, yeah, on asteroids when you're like, oh, my God, oh, dude. fucker's quick. So, oh. um, anyway, so they shine the laser on the giant asteroid to- heading toward Earth, right? They shine a laser on a giant they shine asteroid. Shine a laser on it. 
They just shine a laser on it. Like, it's lock nice. a laser on it and shine it on that bad boy. Heaven let your light shine. Boo! Anyway. <laughs> Go ahead. So they lock it in place on the same point on the asteroid, right? So it starts to heat up. This is like, think like the magnifying glass and ants. Okay. So it starts to heat up on that one little point, right? And then it makes smoke. Well, the emission of the smoke in zero gravity, no matter how heavy the asteroid is, will cause it to change course from an additional force being placed on it. So you're saying... the force is the gas being released from the asteroid from the laser hitting it. So you're saying that we're that not... a jet. We're not going to have to send people to the moon to plant... That's explode, the stupidest or, I'm shit. Sorry, to, not, we would never be able to land on a moving asteroid that was moving at us at that kind of speed. That you, would never fucking happen. You're saying we're not going to send a team to land on the asteroid and then no. plant explosives. With special, like... Moon tanks, no. We're probably not going to do that. And then someone's going to have to stay behind because someone always has to stay behind well, I mean, to detonate the... Uh, we don't even have a space program <laughs> anymore. We have to bust like rides with the Russians. We have Space so, Force, though. We have a space program. We just don't have any spaceships anymore. Well, we have For space- some reason, we just decided, eh, <laughs> we don't really need our own spaceships anymore. Well, we have a Space Force, though. That's what we really we, have. Yeah, well, we have that. <laughs> so, yay. <laughs> Do you believe that Odd Job would actually have been able to cut people's head off with a hat, with a lining that was made of metal? If he had a round disc in it, I don't see why not. I, the problem is the bowler hat isn't round enough because it's oblong the way he had it, like the way it was structured and shit like that. If it was like an actual disc and shit like that, well, the then disc maybe. could be round the side of an oblong surface. Yeah, but it's the, the, the weight of the disc is going to be all that matters. The hat itself is going to be irrelevant. If the disc is made properly. Um, it said it couldn't cut through um, a human because of all the oh, shit. Oh, it definitely would wouldn't cut through a human. It would, it would fuck them up. Yeah, but it would <laughs> it would possibly cut through a plaster statue, but it could not cut yeah. through a human with all the gristle no, and bone. It, but it could still cut their throat and they bleed out. Um, and you, It would probably spin off of them after it cut through the soft tissue. As that, seems, it, that, that seems that's like... A, that's the nature of a spinning blade. As soon as it hit hard tissue, it would just go around and cut the other the artery. So it would still be deadly. It just wouldn't cut your head off. I just think it's a really, really poor... And then your hat would be gross. It's a really, really poor <laughs> weapon. First off, it's your hat, okay? Why you have blood all dripping on you? Uh, you used your hat to kill somebody again, didn't you? Imagine hanging out really with... a stupid idea, <laughs> Imagine hanging just get out a fucking gun. With a job, okay? He walks what in the, the room... What's wrong with you, man? After getting into a battle with some ninjas or some shit that, uh, that James Bond has sent after them or whatever. Like, he sends, like, a group of people in to attack. When <laughs> did James Bond get ninjas? <laughs> this is in an alternate universe where James Bond has ninjas. Just okay. play along okay. here for a second, okay? So, okay. Ninja is Bond. Out. This is some goddamn t- go Teen Titans bullshit. Ninja Bond... Reconning ass. Ninja Bond comes in. Ninja Bond... <laughs> And he's got like a group of ninjas with him. And I'm going to hold you responsible if any networks <laughs> ever hear about this shit and try to make it. Dude, Ninja Bond comes in with like 10 ninjas. Odd job attacks them, kills every single one of the ninjas. But then he has like a lunch date with somebody else, right? And he shows up wearing the bloody ass hat. <laughs> I got, shit, I got to go to Maggiano's. I'm late. Ah. I'm supposed to meet Kenny for fucking lunch. Ah, God damn it. Ah. And Kenny's sitting there eating his fucking cheese bites and shit like that. When Oddjob walks in wearing a tuxedo and a bowler hat wackiness, dripping with blood. Wackiness ensues. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about wackiness ensues? <laughs> this shit is wrong with you, Kenny. I was channeling Christopher Walken. I'm not sure why. <laughs> It was like wacky. That was Ray Romano. I don't know where Christopher Walken went, but Ray Romano took his place. 
All right, guys, that's going to be it. I don't even do this podcast anymore. This is, like, so embarrassing. That's going to be it for now that I'm older this week, guys. Thanks. Get to the chopper! That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> you're not going home. You're going here. Home. Well, you're going home out of my home. No, I'm not. I'm going to stay here until I'm done. You're done. life.